and we're on our way. <laughs> okay, cool. Podcast so, number two. Yeah, well, welcome, welcome back, all our five listeners. I'm pretty sure three of those listeners were from me anyway. <laughs> so yeah. Um, what do we talk about in the last one? Just basically introducing ourselves, but not really. Yeah. Trying really to find out who Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> trying to get used to the podcast and have, have, a, have a microphone stuck in your face while the camera looks at you. Yeah, trying to think of what to say, trying to keep track, or trying to stay on topic. Um, that was interesting, though. What did you think of doing the podcast? I thought, like, because, like, obviously, I edited it. I took a lot. <laughs> like, yeah. I spoke a lot, you know. Um, so I think, like, like obviously it was more like a, a like a nervous talk than than anything else. Um, but as we go along, um, like you'll you'll be more comfortable with it, with like talking to imaginary, <laughs> imaginary yeah, people. people and yeah. Um, but yeah, so I think let's let's yeah, you watch the video up. over and over again well i haven't even listened to it yeah <laughs> i listened to pieces and i started skipping forward you know i listened to the uh, like with editing <laughs> and all that i think i listened to the whole thing at least like six or six or eight times and yeah. any good information in there <laughs> <laughs> yeah i just love talking like like hearing myself talk and you know <laughs> any any good uh you, you know I, I think it was it was good for a first time and i think like, like it was it was funny to hear like the introduction of you um started to to what you sounded like when you when you ended it i think that, that was quite good um and i think the the growth that you showed in the 45 <laughs> minutes was was exemplary well, what can I say? <laughs> so yeah don't like to brag but i'm quite a quick learner <laughs> your skills <laughs> yeah. no but that was you know something interesting though it's just hard to talk to somebody who's not there. Yeah, and, and like, and like, because obviously this is just a conversation, but like, it's not just a conversation between you and I. It's it's making it like even though we don't have listeners now, it's conditioning ourselves to to talk as if we have listeners in the future. You know, because I listen to podcasts and and it goes from like you and I telling a story so like where we like where we met what we've done all that to like oh no you did this that the next thing to telling the story to someone else so even though we both know the story and I'm what do you mean somebody else is in the room or yeah so so, so like it's like this so so say um like what we did last week um we went for breakfast right instead of saying we went for breakfast like it's now addressing the audience and saying like yeah I went for breakfast Craig, Craig and I went for breakfast and and this is what Craig did so I'm not talking to you. I'm not talking to the, the phone, audience. which is the audience. You know what I mean? So it, it's it's weird because it's like, like starts off talking to yourself. Yeah, it, it feels it feels like you're talking to yourself, and, and like like it, it it's such a such a weird sensation because I mean talking to you like we'll, we'll we'll talk normally and we'll say you and I and all that kind of stuff, but it makes it makes someone who's listening feel like they're not part of the conversation you know but when you address them and you say yeah craig went to think it, it feels like they're sitting in on the conversation so it's such a it's such a small detail but something i picked up this morning in the car when i was listening to um casey neistat's uh podcast with his wife i was like oh. yo i haven't even listened to that even if you listen to the radio yeah it's just a, it must be natural completely they're talking they're having a conversation with each other not with the audience mm, but the thing is when 
when they're telling a story or when they address someone, they, they address it as if they, they're telling the audience the story, like the one person listening on the other side of the, like the radio, they're telling that person the story. So like on 5FM, when, um, I don't know, Tando was talking about like Duran or something. They always use their name, so you know yeah. who you're talking about. Even though Duran is sitting right there and like she's telling the story to Duran, she's actually telling the, she makes it sound like she's telling the audience um, the story about Duran. You know, like yeah, because it's storytelling. Yeah, the completely. better you can storytell, the better the audience can understand. Completely, and it needs to be like captivating. So I mean, like the way to captivate people is to bring them into the conversation and and like <laughs> make, make it make them feel like you're telling them the story instead of or, telling the person. Or you're on with. the other hand, though, it's just for them to want to hear what you're saying. Like if they believe in you and they believe what you're saying, they're gonna listen to the conversation and be like. Oh, that's a good point. Oh, yeah, I agree. Okay, no, that's the wrong point. Completely. But I still agree with what he's saying say majority of the time. But you still want to listen to hear what they're saying. Mm. You're still going to be a part of the conversation, even if it's in your own head. Definitely. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It, it, like, You're not listening for, to hear the story. You're listening for the conversation. For yeah, the, yeah, completely. Or for the radio's point of view, listening for the music. Mm, you, you're, just, you're just trying to get some, some form of entertainment or whatever, or, or some kind of value. But why are we doing it though? Like, for me, the reason... Why I, are you doing it? So, I actually um, explained it to someone uh, like last week or something. I think it was to my parents to like kind of justify why, like why I'm doing it. So like, we're young, right? But we think we know what we're talking about. And we do, because I mean, like we're helping companies and things. And, and like, so far we've helped them and everything we've, we've told them what to do, like they've benefited from it and they've grown from it. You know what I mean? So, but going forward, not everyone's going to be as trusting. And I mean, if you're young and you know what you're doing, the only way to get people to, to trust you is credibility. Like, like the thing we lack is credibility because we, we, we've got some experience, but we haven't got enough yeah, we're just for using a lot of people. Intuition, we're using our gut feel. Completely. Like using our experience. Completely. So like, how do we build on that credibility? We like in a, in a short amount of time, so obviously we're working with people hands on, like, like real time. Um, we 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 do content as much as possible on on Instagram, on Facebook. So everything we're telling people to do, we're doing it ourselves. So it's not like it's not like we're just preachers. You know what I mean? And then um, further than that, we're doing a podcast so that now we can bring people on or like like have have guests and things, give them our ideas and basically free strategies and things for now. And and be like, okay, cool. This is this is what I think would help you in your business and like grow and all that kind of thing. And then I bring them on again in three to three or six months time, and like see if they've implemented any of it. Like obviously check up with them like in that time, check up with them, and then you know if things work, then that's a that's a tick. Um, so you're saying you're using you want to use it for like credibility. That's the main thing. Yeah, to keep record and just. To go back and see how you're doing, how you've done in the past. Completely, like it's 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 documentative because like we've, I mean, this is content that's for gonna be here forever. For me, I also agree with it. I love that for personal point of view, but also at the same time, I don't care about credibility. You've seen, yeah, like in there, I don't care about the meeting and I don't care what they think of me. I don't care. No, completely. What anybody's thinking, but for me, I also feel like this thing is so scalable. Like, look how many people can view this. What you're doing. And like I can use this to talk to people in Durban, Cape Town, so that uh, in England, Ireland, wherever I want to, I can just scale this so much and spread this information. 
No, definitely. And at the same time, we're practicing to give the communication across because clearly we're not so good at it. Yet. <laughs> yeah. Like, like uh, this is speech therapy. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to speech and therapy really with Craig and Darren. Yeah. Feeling, I'm already feeling a lot better. I, I, I think so as well. Like, it, like, I mean, we sat down and I wasn't actually feeling nervous. I was just like, oh, where do we start? You know, not, not like, oh, what do we talk about? It's where do we start? You know? Because like the moment we get we get going, it, it kind of flows a lot better. Yeah, what do you say? Mm-hmm. How do you say it? When do you stop? You have to stop and think that there's somebody else listening to the conversation. Completely. Um, but I think also, like getting back to like why, why are we doing it? Because we, like our philosophy on like business relations and all that kind of stuff is we, we kind of give a lot of free like material and content and like expertise kind of thing. And I think this, because I mean, like at the end of the day, we're we're basically rinsing and repeating. We're we're like giving everyone roughly the same. Obviously, it's it's more specific and tailored to their business and thing. And it's getting better and better each time we do it. Yeah, but essentially, it's 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 roughly saying the same thing over and over and over, and it gets a little like repetitive and and, and, just try to do something new. Yeah. So whereas now we can put everything on a on a podcast that we would give for free anyway, you know. And then it kind of just fast tracks that that thing where people listen and then they're like, oh, sick. Okay, we've tried it out. We like it. Um, come on board and, and help us specifically. So it's cutting out the part where we have to go and convince them to take us on. Completely. To let us do what they're going to let us do inevitably. Completely. So now they're just listening to this. They see it. They want us to come and do the work. Yeah, well, that's that's the idea. Yeah. You know, that's but... Idea. But we're a long way from that, but yeah. that's the idea. That's <laughs> yeah. It. But that is what's going to happen. Uh, yeah. Understand. So, I mean, like the content is there if you want to take it and like, obviously, like we'll answer questions. If you have any questions, like leave us, um, feel free to leave us a voice um, message on um, Anchor. Uh, we or will... any arguments. We yeah, yeah, yeah. Our arguments, anything. If you, tell, if, if you think we are wrong, please, <laughs> like, <laughs> let's, let's have a discussion, you know. Debate, debate, debate. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, for the most part, I think it just like... Like, I don't, I don't care who you are at some point and like, like how good your intentions are at some point, like it gets, it gets like almost irritating giving free shit the whole time, you know, and, and not being able to capitalize on it. So being able to, but and especially when it's the same thing over and over, right. But I don't mind repeating myself as long as, as, as long as people are like willing to to, to like like under like like try and understand you, you know what I mean, and and like implement yeah. it. But the thing that gets me is when when we give the same advice to the person like like multiple times, right, and and they just keep coming back and they say and they're like they kind of just disregard what you're saying, but they keep coming back for the same thing, like just so that you like reassure them, like so so they do a little bit and they come back they're like, are you sure this is what you do? And you say yes, this is what you do. Like that gets irritating. So now. Like, like the, the reason, well, one of the, the small reasons for the podcast for me is like, we, we give them that, that avenue, let them, let them do with it what they want to do. If they need particular help, they call us and, and we can help them. Whether, whether it's for free or we charge them like, like, a, like a little fee or whatever, that's, that's irrespective, but they've taken the initiative, you know? So, so it kind of, it kind of like phases out, um, some of the people who don't want to take the initiative. You know, and and actually like acting. Yeah, people are looking for this type of thing. Yeah, it's the it's yeah. People are it's going to help us find people are looking for. This yeah, type because because right now we're 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 wanting to help everyone, but not everyone wants to help themselves. 
you know? Definitely. But for me, I see it a little bit differently. Like, I feel like if I could, I would help everybody for free. Obviously, not people who are eventually help and help, like you said, they don't listen over and over and over again. Then they clearly don't want it. Then don't help those people. Mm-hmm. But they are, if I could afford to help everyone for free, I would help everyone for free. But unfortunately, that's not the case. Yeah. Oh, should I rephrase? It's not that I get irritated or like, like, of, of doing things for free. I don't mind doing it for free. I just get irritated when people don't want to help themselves. When they ask for the help, but then they don't want to help themselves. They don't help themselves. So, so um, let, let's rephrase why, why I want to use this podcast. It's more to, um, to filter the people who don't want to help themselves so that if people need the help and, or like not even need the help, or just interested in like what we have to say, what we think about it, like we can come in for free um, or a charge depending on like severity and like, like what we're actually doing, you know. Um, and how much it's costing us to actually do it. So, I mean, this is basically giving everybody free help. Completely. Essentially, it is going to give everybody... Maybe this first few is not really going to yeah, help Yeah, because anybody. we're hashing, we're like, hashing like know, ideas we, and things out. What it's going to do is maybe give you the courage to start your own thing. But it's... Eventually, it's going to become marketing at fast. Definitely. Not specific to your company, but it's going to give you the courage and the, maybe the knowledge how to start. Yeah. And like like the way Gary V runs, like he he gives all his advice for free, like all his content and stuff for free. But because it's not specific to your company, like like you can watch all his episodes and then find find the the bits and pieces that are actually like meant for you and your company and like like your business needs. Because at some point someone has the same thing as you and like they're asking the same questions. But you just got to find that out. Or it's the same overall topic. Yeah, completely. But now... Like the service. Yeah. But then to, to get that one-on-one thing, you pay. You know what I mean? Like, obviously, we're not there. We don't want to be paid, like, like for, for, for the whole... Um, uh, what's the word? Um, to run the business. Yeah. Like, like we're, we're not a business advisory thing. We're, we're actually doing work for, for you kind of thing. Like, like, we're doing the marketing. We're doing the content creation. We're doing that. And we just, and right now we're doing the strategies for free because, um, you know, we're testing things out ourselves on our, on our own little brands and, and our own little ventures. I asked you for doing it for free is that if it was my company, I wouldn't want to spend more money on unnecessary things. Completely. So why would I want to now rip somebody off? Not rip them off, I know what it's worth. Yeah. But we want to try to save that person as much money as we can. Like we would do it as our business. Completely. Because I mean, the more, like the, the reason behind the, like doing things for free or cheap or like trying to make it as cheap as possible is like the more money we can make you, the more money you can afford to pay us. You know what I mean? Or you can make yourself and the more. Yeah. Credible, the more credibility we're going to make from it. Yeah, because I mean, like if we come in and we do it for cheap, right? And our concepts are proven and it actually helps you make more money. Now, suddenly you don't feel um, bad when like like we can readjust our costings because yeah, obviously it's not, a fixed, yeah, it's not a fixed costing. And obviously we're not going to charge you the same amount as, as we're like helping you bring in kind of thing. And we've got more money to make more money with. Yeah, exactly. So it's just like all scalable and like it's all... It's all just, yeah, it, it takes, takes a lot of time and relationships. And, yeah, it's a lot of work. And right now we we are talking like in in like the in the future type thing, but you know that's, that's that is what we're doing though. Yeah. That's why we started. That's why we're doing this. It's yeah, that's that's what we're busy with. But I mean, to everyone else, like to the the one or two other people listening, <laughs> they're gonna think we're crazy for now. But that's okay. Um, but yeah. So, um, anything else you want to add to like like why particularly why the, 
Well, why podcasts and why do you want to help people? Like, like how, why do you want to help people start? Because yeah, it helps me, I enjoy it. it and feels, also, it feels like it's a calling. Particularly, what kind of area do you, do you prefer to help? Because obviously everyone has their own, like, um, you know, favorite places, niches and all that kind of thing. Like, like areas and, and like, so like in, in photography and filmmaking, we, like, you need to kind of find your own style, you know, and like in business, it's the same thing. I mean, we're not going to, we're not going to deal with every kind of business because I mean, not every kind of business excites us. I think for me, I won't deal with every kind of business hands on, but I'll give advice to every type of business. I just love business in general. Completely. Like I'll, you know, anything. But it's, so something that I've, because I don't know why, but this year we've, we've come into contact with so many different kinds of businesses and like business people. Right. So like from, from agriculture to, to film, to sports, to, to whatever, like, yeah, yeah, it's just motorbikes. like my, like my, my idea of like what I thought was possible and like kind of the direction that I thought I was going in has completely changed because now we're opened up to so many different things. Like, uh, I work with a couple of, well, I don't work with the farmers, but I work with someone who works with farmers and like, they're incredible business people. Like they deal with next level budgets and and they don't deal in the now, they deal in the in the five to but ten years. That's because they're enjoying what they're doing. Whatever right. the choices they have. They're yeah. farmers, they love farming. To be a good farmer and to continue to farm, you have to unfortunately work with the money. Completely. Or you have to run a business where you have people working with the money. Mm. Like like to give you an idea, so this this one this one guy, he planted a, a couple of trees for I think macadamias or something and like the turnover time on those is like 15 years right it takes 15 years to grow a tree and like for the for, for the nuts to actually yeah, like patient take it. yeah so I mean in those 15 years it's going to cost them like between 5 and 10 million or something please don't like quote me I'm wrong but like yeah. like it is it is roughly around that figure so the turnover time is, is 15 years um, in those 15 years he has to set aside something like 6 million or whatever for for labor, for water, for electricity costs. So he has to plan everything basically to the T. And hope that they grow. And hope that a fire doesn't come and, and burn everything. Because I mean, that, ha- that happened to my girlfriend's um, family where they, they had a bunch of macadamia trees on their, on their one farm. And then um, I think they were like two or three years away from, from actually like harvesting and they just burnt down. That, and like... <laughs> 15 million down the drain well they didn't they didn't plant them 15 million around or whatever they didn't spend that kind of money on it but they just had them growing and they were going to like just um pick the pick the nuts and sell them right i was going to make them something like 50k or like 100k or something like that but this farm is, is dealing with like acres and acres and acres of of macadamia trees and he's looking at a i think a between a a 20 and 50 million rand payout on on his 15 or like 5 million rand yeah, that's risky, um, yeah. thing so that's risky but like the payout is insane you know but again that's that's investment you yeah, know it's patience it's long term yeah and he, he's not thinking about tomorrow he's thinking about 15 years but he's but he has to do everything day to day to get to that 15 year well 5 year mark sorry so your witness he had to put in a lot of work Mm. to be able to put that out exactly and and a lot of like a lot Penny. of courage because 
I mean, we, we can say we're going to do a whole bunch of things and in 15 years we're going to like drive McLarens, whatever, whatever, whatever. Not that that's the case mm-hmm. for us. But um, we could say we're doing a whole lot of things. But if we're not doing anything day to day to like kind of back that uh, mentality up, like what's, what's the point? I love that, uh, I love that uh, example because say like I plan in 10 years. So I'm, I know where I want to be in 10 years. 15 years is a bit far, yo. It's hard for me to see in 15 years if I'm still alive. <laughs> God forbid. <laughs> yeah. If I'm still alive, but like with that, in 15 years' time, you have to know you need to water tomorrow. Water tomorrow, what time? You have to get this guy to harvest at a certain time. It's the same with us. We have to know tomorrow I have to get up and work. I have to go to gym. I have to, uh, in a year's time, I have to have five people working for me. I have to have 10 people working for me. I have to have an admin lady. I have to have. Um, you have to know what's going on inside your business. Mm. You have to plan every day. You have to be willing to wake up every day. If you don't know what's your plan for one day, that 50 million is gone. Completely. So yeah, it's the same with us. We don't prep ourselves every day. If we don't work every day, we waste it all this time. It's it's weird because there's no like blueprint to to our future really. Like we, we, we kind of set out like, okay, this is kind of what we want. And then we don't really like to be honest we don't really know what we're doing like we we don't know what's going to happen tomorrow we don't know what's going to happen next week we don't even know what's going to happen this afternoon but we know we where we want to go we have an idea yeah that yeah like um like a cool uh transition is well not transition like a cool uh, example is in story writing i heard well i read an article on some some lady who wrote stories for disney and all that kind of thing and she said if you have um the, the beginning and the end of your story, um, like written down and like set out, whatever comes in, in the middle is, is here, not, like neither here nor there. Because it, for some reason, it just, like you just know where you're going. You can take whatever route you want to get to go there, but you just know where you're going and eventually you get to that point, mm-hmm. you know? So for me, I always write things down. And I set this thing out in the beginning of the year, beginning of last year, and I keep track of it from what I've done before in the past what I want to achieve each year, year on year, and how am I going to get the end detail. And all of a sudden, it works out. Yeah, when you put things, things are getting, when you put things to It's paper. accurate. Like, it's very, very, very accurate. And this is something that I guessed at a gut feel, but it's not necessarily that I was correct at that time. When I guessed it, it was that I knew what I was aiming for, and I worked every day to achieve that. Yeah, Because I had it written down. And I didn't predict it. I work towards getting that goal. And 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 here's a like like an interesting thing. Like this is where it gets interesting for me. So last year, did you think that where you are now, did you think that that was gonna come later on, like within two or three years, or did you did you anticipate it to come so quickly? I saw it was gonna be there at a certain point, but I didn't think it would have come so quickly. Also, I didn't think it was gonna come how it came. So like when we sat down and spoke about this where we're going to be there, we're going to be national end of next year, end of this year. I still think it's going to be there, but I also didn't think we we're going to take a break in between it. I thought we were going to be stable throughout and not have any breaks, but now we're back and even going even harder. Definitely. So things don't go exactly how you planned, but you still at the end of the day achieve what you want to achieve yeah. because you've got your mindset on it. I think, I think knowing what you want instead of how you want it, I think that's, that's a, that's a big thing because so, like in in goal setting you can't really say this is this is what i want to achieve and this is how i want to achieve it because 
like life doesn't work like that. Like they're three curveballs. Mm. Like nothing happens the way you think it's going to happen, but it does happen. You know, like as you said, you 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 set out things to achieve, and and like they came to to pass, but not how you expected them to come. You know, so there's this there's this one like program thing that like I just can't stand, and my dad like adores it, and I just I keep telling him to get off of it. But anyway, it's called the secret. And basically, from my understanding, is you will things into existence, and you're like, ah, oh, I wanna, I wanna win the lotto. So you write down the your winning numbers, and you look at them every day, and then fucking for some reason they come come to pass. That's bullshit. Yeah, I'm like, look, you you you, you, you have to want something. If you want to win the lottery, you have to spend money on buying a thousand or exactly a million lots of tickets. Yeah, and you're guaranteed to win the lottery. Like, like <laughs> I'm not a betting man. Like, I'm I'm a um. Well, I'll bet on myself because I mean, like, I, I can, I can force the outcome because, like, I know I can work a lot harder to make sure depends, that. Depends. Depends what you're trying to. If you have to say you're going to become a race car driver. Obviously, I mean, it's it's realistic. Yeah. <laughs> but that, but that's the thing. So everything's got to be realistic. Well, so. Jockey. Yeah. So I mean, if if you're if you're sitting at home and and you want to win the lotto, like, how how the fuck are you supposed to win the lotto? You know, um, bring it into into more like like um workable context like if if you're sitting at home and you're you're a you're a dead average student but somehow you want to be a, a scientist right you don't do you don't do your homework you don't do shit you don't you don't you don't want to study being a scientist isn't quite realistic is it at that point in time but like you like being like at home and and super unmotivated and everything you can actually choose to to like flip the switch and yeah, like like actually start process, studying. Yeah. You know, like obviously there are things that just don't work for you. Like accounting just does not work for me. So being an accountant, I don't even I don't even like think about. You know, so obviously you've got to you've got to like be self aware and like what you can and can't do and like what comes naturally and what doesn't. But once once you once you get past that stage, literally anything. Oh, this is so cliche, but like anything is possible as long as you can work for it, you know. So, the like tying back to to um like your goals and 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 where you thought you'd be. So last year I did that 180 days of content, and I just wanted to get better, right? And the the end goal was to by the end of the time I I, I stopped making videos, I wanted to to be hired or like um, have work making videos, you know, but more came from that. So, so obviously um, my end goal came quicker. So I got work, but then I was like, okay, cool. Now I've got work. What's my next goal? I'm like, shit, I didn't, I didn't set that yeah, next goal. Yeah. So I set the next one. I'm like, cool. I want to get a camera. I want to get a, um, a laptop. I want to get this. I want to get that. I want to do this. More micro goals. Yeah. And, and then it came down to, to which ones do I want first? And obviously, the way the way it came is, I got the the laptop first because it could pay, like I could charge more and I could get the the camera quicker. Do you have a big goal? Big goal is, I don't actually know. <laughs> like it's it's weird for me. Like these things all sound like small, but they're not goals. Like for, uh, I said, those aren't goals for me. Those are tasks. Yeah, like, like those these... are things I have to get done to. No, definitely to get to my big goal. Like it's it's so weird because. Like every time I actually sit down to to like think about what 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 are my goals what what's the end goal, like my end goal is really to like 
have a company that that services like businesses and like help startups and things like get to where they need to be but why do you want that just because like like that's where I, like basically okay like like if i'm putting everything in a like a super condensed nutshell yeah i want to i want to run a company that that helps me or people like me you know so i was the kid at home who who couldn't afford to go to um film school didn't have money for a um like a camera a computer or anything but like i really wanted to make videos so i used what i had to make videos and then saved up for yeah. the rest just on this point i went to graduation this week and it revved me the fuck up yeah the system is so broken i went there and i sat there for about two hours and every time they spoke i clicked my knuckles i sat there and i put my tongue all i want to do is just shout at them have you been to graduation i don't want to it was for masters Okay, a masters, and they didn't know the people's names. They came up with a slip with their name on it, and they read the person's name. For masters, you've been there for five years, and, then, and that's they, what they did. And they couldn't bother to to. They didn't know the people. They had all these lecturers sitting on the stage, about fifty of them, sitting on the stage. All the students sitting on the uh, seats in the auditorium. They didn't do anything for them. They just spoke for about the first hour about how good the lectures are, how good um, the university is, and how much. Uh, better it would be for them if they have to study further. They mentioned it at least 10 times in about five minutes that it's important for them to do their PhD. And they said they only have 2 million students studying government in South Africa. That's what's wrong with South Africa. So I said, while well, I was sitting there, I was thinking, yo, this is fucked up. This is pissing me off. I Googled, uh, worked out what 60,000, say 60,000 rand average um, course to study for government times 2 million. It's a lot of money and everything's paid for. They same three of those uh, students will cover the lecturer's uh, yearly salary. And there's about 400, 200 to 400 students in one lecture. That is the biggest business in South Africa. And they, if they were good at what they're doing, if they're passionate, they would have taught you in one year how to go and make money for yourself, how to go and be better for yourself. But they're trying to keep you in there and keep all these people there without teaching you any skills. They don't care about you at all. They're making their own, but they don't want to help you make yours. Yeah. What, an, what annoys me is like, like, and it, and it like infuriates me so much. So for some reason, like universities or I don't know if it's the university itself or it's just the culture around it that, that like just breed like this, this culture of if I go to university, I am entitled to a job, right? Or I'm entitled to a good life because now now I've, I've studied. But the thing is, they didn't even say that. Though. They were just like, here's your thing. Mm. Not even See, you are going to now, you have a skill to go and get a job. It's just like, so, it's so common now. And that's also this like grabbed me because when, when I started, I originally wanted to have a, my end goal. One of my end goals is to have a business school or a school in general that teaches you how to, like you said, for people like you who don't have the money or who want to do your passion, teach you how to do your passion. Mm. So this, when I sat there, at the end of it, I was so happy. I wanted to get my laptop out during the ceremony and start <laughs> like, working and start like, <laughs> actually get cracking so I can get to that call quicker because it was a lot of bullshit. Mm. I've never ever seen something uh, so messed up in my life. Yeah. So I, I don't think it's the, the university that, that obviously breeds this culture. It's but leadership. I, it is the university. R- rough. Yeah. You don't, think, you don't <laughs> think there's one lecturer in there who's... Um, clever enough to think, yo, this is not right. 
what's going on in stand-up, but they're getting their own, so why would they stop you? But, uh, you know, uh, it comes down to, I think, tradition. Like, well, not, not, not just so black, black and white, but it comes down to roughly tradition on, like, go to, go to school, get a job, provide for your family, you know? But... Yeah, but you're going into debt for... You're paying 60000 for five years. Yeah. How much did $2 million? Yeah, there, there was this. I told you about this this girl who, yeah. um, she put out a rant on Facebook and she was like, she she went and studied photography amongst other things at a um, at a private university, to which she paid like either eighty five or ninety five thousand rand a year, and she went on a rant and saying, um, you know, as a as a photographer, well, as someone looking for photography kind of thing to be done for them, specifically weddings in, in this in this instance, you shouldn't um, uh, think about paying anything less than like a five-figure thing. So basically anything from 10,000 upwards, right, for a package. Because, you know, um, we've, we've spent like uh, half a million, <laughs> a quarter million in the last three years trying to study. Um, to to get all these all these skills and blah 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 and built up this equipment, um, and now we deserve to be paid for for our work because now if it's and like like how yeah, dare you? Told you to study. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> first of all, how, told who to told you to study? Also, that is super insensitive because now just because you can't afford, like say, because I mean, there's a lot of people earning less than ten thousand rand a month per person, right? Or households less than ten thousand rand a month, but they still want to get married. They still want to have special photos on their wedding day. Like, how insensitive is it to say you can't expect because you could afford to study? Now you're gonna now everybody must charge a higher rate. Yeah, and like like if I were in that position, I wanted to get married, and I wanted to remember my day. Like, how how if I had some kid coming up to me saying like, listen, you don't deserve good photos because <laughs> like because you, yeah because you can't afford it. I am like that is that is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard in my life. And now, so after you say you mentioned your story, you introduced yourself to everybody last week on why you wanted to do this because you couldn't afford to go to uh, form school. Form school. So I went back and I thought about this, and I thought you made that money last year, or this year definitely. Mm. You've made that money. Yeah, but ninety thousand you would have spent. You've definitely made it. Yeah, I'm, I'm on track to making it by roughly half halfway through the year. Yeah, definitely. You've made the money because if you work it, you can work it out, you're going to make that money. Now, you would have spent that money plus not being able to make the money and you would have spent it on going out, uh, food. Yep, being a student. Being a student. And now you've made that money plus you've learned much more than those people. Completely. And and the biggest thing now in, in our, your, in our connections. society, connections and experience. Mm. Two things, two things that, that students lack severely because now they come out because now, now, now they come out with entitlement, you know. And again, there's nothing wrong with studying. There's nothing wrong with taking the route that we've taken. But there is something wrong with, with putting people down for, for their decision. For not choosing your route. You know. Yeah, like I, I put on Instagram the other day, like, um, yeah, it's taboo, like, not to go and study and, and, like, try and work on your dream. And it's risky. I get it. But isn't it just as risky to, to, to spend all that money with... with the, no the, yeah, with, with no guarantee, but the assumption that you're actually going to get a job and you're going to be able to pay it off that's, yeah, and that's, have a good life. What is the uh, um, facts to say that you're going to get a job? Mm. There's more people, actually, there's more people like you in the same position as you, so there's less chance of you getting a job. Mm. Like, w- w- whether, whether, you're a, whether you're a beggar on the side of the road with no qualification or you're a beggar on the side of the road with a qualification, it's you're still a beggar. beggar. 
like like it's not discrediting anything it's just saying like you know what both of them have their their challenges and like instead of instead of putting people down for it rather just kind of support people because like some people don't want to be the boss some people don't want to be number two number three or whatever in the business they just want to work they want to get their pay they want to do cool shit on the weekend but i think that comes down again it's all breeding like when i say it's all breeding from school because you don't have self-awareness so completely you're scared you don't know what you want to do you just go and study because everybody's studying mm. your parents want you to study the schools are telling you to study you don't actually know what you want to do you end up studying something say it's your fourth year, third year of accounting and you don't enjoy accounting you're going to end up just doing accounting because you did it. Completely. Then the rest of your life, you're going to be accounting, but you actually hate it. Like, this is a, this is like a, not really a catch me too, but this is where like I, I debate with myself. So I studied like two, two semesters of, of my degree and I don't want to carry it on because I don't have time and I don't have, and I don't want to pay for it. Because you're still of, studying now? Uh, no, not at the oh, moment. Yeah. But if I didn't study those first two semesters, I wouldn't be where I am right now and I wouldn't be able to afford to do what I'm doing right now. Like if, if you didn't, if you Yeah, because on. because for some reason, like studying those those like business modules and the, the law modules and the accounting modules and stuff, even though I fucking hated the, the, the accounting part, still did it. But while I was doing the work, I was thinking about like oh, real world um uh, like like implementation, yeah. you know? So so ideas stem from that and like it came to, like it, it kind of like uh, came to pass yeah. like what we're it doing now. It did help you experience. Yeah. yeah. So I think like those people who just go and study for the sake of studying, I think they're wrong and right at the same yeah, time. Right, yeah. I think, I think, it's, yeah, I think it's stupid to go and spend money on something that you know you hate. Like, like I, would not, I would not have gone to study just straight up accounting. That's just ridiculous. Like I, I shat myself because I was like, oh, there's two accounting modules that I have to do in my entire degree. So I was like, okay, I can deal with those because the rest is cool, you know? So I think it's a good thing to go and study something for the sake of studying, as long as it's not something that you hate, like you know you're not good at, because there's no point then, you know? Um, but, but you still get experience, at least you know that you, yeah. if you could afford it, you can study everything to know that you don't like it, eventually you'll find the right thing. Yeah. Studying, like you can find, if you could afford it, you can find everything yeah. that you, you can find everything you don't enjoy. As long as you're finding what you do enjoy, and or eventually you're going to find what you do enjoy as long as uh, you've got the courage to go and do what you do enjoy. Yeah, look, like anything you do kind of just requires that that insane level of confidence to just go for it. And happiness to do it. Yeah. Be content with what you're doing. Yeah, Don't because care about else. Like, like, yeah, you can blindly go for something um, and you can do it for, for like a month or whatever or like however long you can do it for. But the the thing that carries it on and that makes people great and like like allows them to carry on doing what they're doing is is that like insane like passion for it like the the enjoyment factor yeah i think uh for me what helped me a lot was that i had no choice like we spoke about in the last episode was that there was no choice like i literally had nothing i wasn't gonna study i had nothing then things just started working out got offered these things got off i got became a coach got a bursary got uh, found myself in a business somehow I didn't even realize. And I had no, I was in nothing all of a sudden, I got what I needed to. I made myself something that I wanted to, that I had no choice to, I got forced into it. And it was much easier. I'd have to go and find all these different things, find what I didn't enjoy. I just had to do what I enjoyed because there's nothing else. But 
So, so that that's that's super interesting that you bring that up because I was I was literally just thinking because Casey and I said has this cool like analogy where um, life is like like a series of life is a jungle right and you're Tarzan okay and opportunities are vines right and for you to carry on moving forward and to get to the next opportunity at some point you're going to have to let go of one you know and sometimes those those vines those opportunities kind of fall through and you fall from it because like they just collapse grab on another one and then you work your way you carry on moving you gain your momentum again I love that too because I I have always seen it is that you're just going to survive and if you can, you got to enjoy just surviving. Exactly. It's, because that's what it is. It's, you got to live. It's primal, dude. Like, I, I, like I, I think the thing that I think about the most is I'm doing all of this work and I don't, like, first, I didn't know what the fuck I, like, I, I still don't know what I'm doing. Like, I don't know what I'm doing. Like, if you came and, and asked me, what is my plan? What is my, like, strategy and all that kind of thing? I don't know. I'm just doing what I think I should be doing. I'm doing, I'm just doing work every day. And then somehow money comes from that. And like, like I'm doing things that I love. Like I love editing. I love like taking photos and videos and all that kind of stuff. So instead of going out, I'd rather be like, I'm staying home guys, I'm editing, you know? And somehow like, like I got, I hit the jackpot here that I just carry on working and somehow the money's coming in and somehow the, um, like the thresholds are, are growing, you know? So I'm starting to earn more, but I'm kind of doing the same, but it's more meaningful and they're bigger projects. And it's weird how when you, when you have more work, you can do more work. So like, I find that it's so interesting because like I was talking about surviving, I've been thinking about this so much is like, I feel like I get to say so like I take on more work and it becomes easy. Then I'm bored again. And I need to put myself in a position where I have to fight and feel like I'm trying to survive, but actually I'm not surviving. I could be last year in the same position and I can just as easy be a coach. I'm happy to be a coach, but I don't want that. I want to keep on putting myself in a position where I have to feel like I'm fighting for my life. And were you uncomfortable? Yeah, I'm uncomfortable. I love it. That is my survival. That is my, like what makes me breathe. Yeah. I feel uncomfortable if I'm, if it's too easy. I I, I get a kick out of it because I I was thinking about that the other day. Yeah, I was thinking about that the other day. I was like, you know, we... Like um, some days I, I literally just crack and I break down and and like like I go to my girlfriend I, I literally break down and cry. I'm like, listen, I can't deal with all this work. Like nothing is coming right. I I literally have nothing. There's no money coming in. There's none of this. There's none of that. But then then somehow she she gets me to calm down and she gets me to take a step back and and I look at it and I'm like, uh, what was I actually bitching about? I'm just complaining because there's so much work and I haven't like allowed myself some time to breathe and all that. But if I had to stop what I'm doing, like like for a week, I'd be sure. I'd be perfectly fine because like hey, I have enough money coming in, um, but I just want more, and it's not just the fact that I want more money for the sake of having more money to buy nice things, or whatever. I just I just if if I could live on bare minimum for the rest of my life, I would, you know. I just want money to do cool shit, you know, to keep doing cool things, you know, and that's how I want to make my money by like by doing nice things and like the the YouTube life, but not not that I want to be a YouTuber and whatnot, but just like make money for people, but doing the things that I love. It's such a, <laughs> it's such yeah. like an arrogant thing, but like, you know. Yeah, but the thing is, that it's not arrogant because you're doing what you you 
nappy there and you're trying to get there. Mm. You're not just saying it and then you're sitting at home. Yeah. And you think it's going to happen. You look what you're doing. Yeah. You're here, you're trying to do it. So it's not a, that's what you want to achieve and you're actually going to plan how you're going to get there. You actually are trying to implement your plan. So it's not arrogance. It's, you're saying what you're thinking in your head. Completely. You're just being honest about it. Yeah. You know, that's, that's another thing that I've been thinking about. Like, the, the fact that we're saying things out loud like <clears throat> this, this, this is this is the thing that that got me so all these these wonderful business speakers and like um uh guys who just know everything about everything right how often have you listened to their keynotes their, their podcasts and things and you're like but i've been thinking the same thing too but people put them on a pedestal and and they're successful with it because they voice it and they have the confidence to voice it also because they've proven that it works but the only way to prove something is if you tell people you about it, it yeah. and then you and then you go you balls balls to the wall yeah. and you back it up come how how but it doesn't come straight away so like we can say it now and then tomorrow it's gonna be we mm-hmm. backed it up it's gonna be in ten years time we backed up in twenty years time we backed it up yeah completely like like there's there's a lot of doubt that plays in my mind with with especially these podcasts like I think yes we're we're saying all of these things and um we're putting we're putting ourselves on a pedestal. Meanwhile, we haven't really done too much. Like we know what we've done and we can tell everyone what we've done, but whether or not they believe us or not is neither here nor there. And like, I don't care about like if, if people like believe us or not, because at the end of the day, yeah, at the end of the day, we're paying our own um, bills and salaries and things, and we're doing our own work and providing for ourselves. Like no one else has, has anything to do with that, has, has any say to do with that, you know? So I don't know. I think that's that's a cool um like thing to end on you know? like, i think this one is much better hmm. i'm excited for the next one i can't wait for tuesdays are my favorite day yeah you know i think i like this whole tuesday thing because like mondays are uh, like everyone has this mentality about mondays and they're like uh, monday 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 and we're like no I like like, like monday's like a sunday to me because tuesday is when i come in and i'm like let's grind you yeah. know but even the weekend i work every day of the week no same like but like no days off completely tuesday just feels refreshing because <clears throat> it's a nice chill day mm. i know we get to do this get to speak about what we've been doing mm. and uh it's like record it, it and it, put it down it feels so good it's, yeah. it's oddly therapeutical it is <laughs> yeah, i can see why you've done it yeah because because i get worked up and like like talking to someone um like outside of this who who's not in it they're like you're crazy if this at the next thing if they if they're not in what we're doing it's it's too much for them to handle so i like this because it's motivating because now you're saying all this shit and now you gotta go back it up yeah completely because listen like if there's anything like I'm 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 more petrified of like like I'm scared of spiders and snakes, but the so thing that that let's I'm do this now. Next week we have to have a guest. Oh, okay. Next week we got a guest on. Okay. To interview, to chat, to get their ideas, get their thoughts, give some advice to them. Yeah. And hopefully we can maybe get some questions. We don't know how this anchor thing works, but let's try and get some questions. Yeah. So so let, let's 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 put this in a in a in a quick statement. So. If you listen to this, even if you don't, if you're not a regular listener, if you have any questions or concerns, whether you wanna whether you wanna fight with us or argue with us or or, or just like chat with us about anything to do with your business life, whatever, um, either leave us a message or uh, like message us, de- like like leave us a message with your details and we'll get back to you, and you could possibly be our um, guest in the next in the upcoming episodes. Nice. Yeah, cool. cool. Thank you.
till next week.